0: Guys, welcome to a Monday morning. It's really rainy here in New York, but we're happy to be here and talk to you. What's the weather
1: like at your place? Ottawa's, Ottawa's actually, I think we're looking at clear skies and maybe even like 22 degrees. Also, yeah. by the way, how weird That's is that? nice. That's nice. It is so like downpour
0: over here that I thought I should stay in bed, but I couldn't because my ears have been tingling because of all the rape allegations that's been going around. I feel like everyone has done something now that's famous, but it's all coming out, guys. It's all coming out. And the most recent is Russell Brand. Love him or hate him. Do you love him or hate him? No, I don't like him. Yeah, I never liked him. And I actually don't know why he's popular. I know he's a stand-up comedian. And I've actually seen pieces of it way back when and genuinely never thought he was funny. Thought he was a little, I don't want to say the word crass because a lot of them are crass, but it's just not for me. But he had, like, a height of popularity for a while, if you remember. Like, he was on everything, like MTV, BB Oh, yeah, yeah, like, he
1: was. It was, like, a... I const- Can I just say, I always constituted that to, like, Katy Perry. <laughs>
0: well, I think he was kind of getting popular, and then him and Katy Perry got together, and then it was, like, boom, you're with the girl who kissed a girl, mm. a Cherry Chapstick, and all of a sudden, it's coming out. So, basically, there are four women that are accusing him of... Um, rape sexual assault and emotional abuse and oh, what's um, funny about this story wait it gets better so he dated obviously katie perry was married to her but she had said in the past when their relationship was breaking up we didn't really know because it was kind of messy yeah. the the specifics but she had come out and said that he was very controlling yeah i remember this right and apparently he dated pop star danny minogue and not Kylie Minogue, Danny Minogue. And she labeled him a vile predator. So now one of these women that are coming out now, she was 16 at the time. And in the UK, that's uh. the age of consent. No, but it's it was legal.
1: No, it's not.
0: That's what that's what it says. It was consenting. It was legal. And she said that he was very emotionally abusive for four
1: months that they were together. Yep. How old is he? God the stuff you and they dated. Oh I my mean... god, I'm grossed out. <laughs> She's 16. I'm sorry. I have a big issue. I have a big what? issue around age and like the consensual age. 16. Well, you're not old enough. Well, if you're
0: 16 and dating a 23 year old, does that
1: mm-mm, mm-mm, freak you out? Yeah. Okay.
0: So but see, that freaks yeah. me out a little bit too. I think if a 16 year old dates an 18 year old, kind of on the cusp because you could be in the same school whatever whatever. But I think if you're past 22, 23, dating a 16 year old, there is a huge gap in maturity that I don't get. And if you are dating a 16 year old at 23, by the way, he was not 23, <laughs> he was a lot older, but I'm just saying for my purposes. But this all came out on Saturday and he was at a sold out show because he is on a tour right now, a stand up comedic tour. Mm-hmm. Um, So this is definitely. An interesting time for him to get these allegations because clearly they want to hit him where it hurts but you know when one comes out all comes out and people always the naysayers will say people jump on the bandwagon when they came out before those naysayers are not women because if you are a woman you know if you've been assaulted or something has happened you don't it want to lie you, about that you don't want to it's not even the lying because obviously there are women who want to use certain things for their gain but i don't think anyone's going to want to come out and relive that because you take oh. so long to even come to terms with it, then oh. to open up to other people then to get help and then to move on with your life like I, I
1: just yeah I, I'm not saying wrong. he's guilty
0: these are accusations but I think in my mind because he's ick factor for me oh he's not so really caring
1: either way I, it's I'm like, with you he's extremely ick factor for me for me one the women who lie about this kind of stuff irritate me to no end correction not women the people who lie about this kind of stuff irritate me to no end. It is one thing that I cannot stand lying about like but this particular topic because it is so much harder for women who've gone through it to come out and share their story because you're not met with you're met with lashback one, mm-hmm. but you're also met with a lot of additional questions and then you have to dive into a past that you one have either tried to cover up, move forward from healed from all that and those wounds don't heal overnight and a lot of them are like open scars so it's like picking at it and it's just gonna bleed
0: (laughs) I remember when I was a kid like teenager to like in my 20s I lived in a really like not so great neighborhood Mm -hmm. and when I would stay out late I was like oh I don't care how broke I am I'm taking a taxi home a New York City cab from Manhattan to Brooklyn Every single night, if I had to, I would go yep. broke. I would not buy drinks drink so I could take that taxi yep. because I didn't want the chance of not necessarily sexual assault, but anything to happen to me. Um, because if I was going to be cheap about, I don't even remember what it was back then, $80 or $70 or whatever it was. If I was going to take that chance to get assaulted in any which way, that would scar me for life. And I would always have regrets that I didn't pony up the money. And that was more important to me and my experience than, cheaping out.
1: Yes, so I'm with you. I'm totally you with
0: get, you. You get the money, what do you think is important? These women, obviously, this is different, but it's just sad, especially since we've been talking about Danny Masterson and Ashton Kutcher and Mila supporting him and his character and saying he's of good character and a role model. Like that stuff really irks a lot of people actually and, and me included that you're saying the stand-up guy who's been accused of something and of course innocent until proven guilty. It's triggering to me because there was something that happened in a situation that I can't talk about. It's not my situation at work. And after the situation was handled, I was asked because I was one of the whistleblowers. I was asked if that person was telling the truth. And I was like, why would you even ask that? They're like, well, what, like what constitute as this? And are you sure? And then like throughout the weeks after even months, they'd be like, oh, I really miss that guy. I really, are we sure? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. it really got to me. And it wasn't even me right? Like I was just Uh, a
1: bystander. I'm glad that we're having, I'm having this conversation with you because that, what you just told me would have been extremely triggering potentially with somebody else. And because we're so comfortable together that this is a lot easier. I've been sexually assaulted and I had it at a very, very young age from like the age of six to the age of 16 for 10 years of my life. I was extremely young. So anytime that I hear about allegations or Like the Me Too movement was huge. We didn't realize how many women there were, or not just women, I, I know I keep saying women, but how many people there were who were really involved in so many of these allegations. And not just in Hollywood. This was a global movement mm-hmm. that happened. I remember the day that that started and going on my Facebook feed and seeing every about every two to three women using this hashtag, either talking about a girlfriend, talking about themselves, talking about their mom, talking about their sister, their cousin, whoever, two to three women. I have, I don't have that big of a Facebook (laughs) and I was shocked, but it really helped us band together. So one, I'm really happy. I'm having this conversation with you again. I'm still shocked by Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. I don't know if I feel like that they'll bounce back for me like yeah, in my eyes. Right. The damage is you done. told me last week in a text message, Ashton's been pulled.
0: Right. He, he was chairman of I think it's their charity, but he was chairman. And what they work on is anti-sex trafficking and sexual abuse for women. I think it's mostly trafficking. It's amazing work that they do and that they fund and that they get donors and all the things. And I'm glad he did step down. At first, I thought you're going to make this guy step down when he's doing so much good for a mistake. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? He's a chairman. There is an organ. It's an organization that's in place. that's going to continue to do the work. And hopefully mm-hmm. he cares enough that he will continue to fundraise if his wife's involved or if not, because it's important to him. And I don't know why that particular charity became important to him and her, but it doesn't really matter. But one thing doesn't absolve another. No. And I think they, I think him and his wife might have done that to support a friend because I have done things to support a friend, knowing that I had questions in my mind, but I'm like, yeah, I'll do it because you're a good person. But then at the same time, you're not a good person. You're abusing our friendship by even asking me to do that. If he asked, I'm sure he did. I'm sure they didn't just volunteer it, but it's interesting that he's getting a lot of backlash, but not his wife. But the thing is he should have known how his friend is they spent a lot of their youth together by yeah. the way random thing did you know that he was kathy griffin danny master says kathy griffin's brother i did I not know that. know that i saw that somewhere and i was like i'm not even fact checking this because this is so incredulous i don't want to know if it's true but i, I think that's her it's brother true either
1: because i kind of like her and that will take With kathy feel. griffin
0: oh i don't bad. know well, you know, she she never really bounced back after the severed Trump head thing. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, she hasn't really kind of been like out of the picture. And recently she came back in because she got like lips and they're like comically huge. Like <laughs> you can't see because oh, it's a podcast. <laughs> it's like literally clown lips. But I heard what you said and I have to say I'm not surprised not because it's you but I'm not surprised because there are a lot of women who yeah. are around me unfortunately and if it's around me it's like cancer to me cancer it, you know someone knows someone who knows someone or you're close yeah. to someone or you are someone and I equate sexual abuse especially at a young age to that because it's where girls are the most vulnerable boys too yeah. and people who are effed up will take advantage because they can yeah. and it is like grooming and isolation exactly that. and the guilt and all of these things. And I live in fear for my nieces and my son, to be oh, honest. Oh yeah, absolutely. When I think about absolutely. Sandusky and that guy, I just, I I want to vomit. So I'm sorry that that happened to you. And I'm glad that you were comfortable enough to say that. So thank you.
1: Like I said, I think we're at a different level now, but I was talking to a friend of mine this weekend and he had left the house because his daughters were having a sleepover and he didn't feel appropriate to be at home. So him and his son spent a night at a hotel mostly he was like it was a little bit because I didn't feel comfortable enough being at home these girls are now teenagers and two my son is six and didn't want to be around his sisters anymore he was like he wanted a night out with his dad so they spent a night at a hotel and I remember thinking wow that was really nice of you and he was like well what do you mean so I told he knew a little bit about my story and he said to me he was like you know I didn't really think of that he's like I think twice the next time I send my daughters out for a sleepover
0: can I tell you something there's a guy that I follow on Instagram. He's a doctor, clinical psychologist, a child clinical psychologist. And he actually, one of his reels, and I love TikTok and Instagram for the learning parts of it. He actually said he'll never send his kids to a sleepover. He's like, I'm happy to host a sleepover at my house, Mm -hmm. but I will never send my kids. And so people came at him. And so he actually went on to explain. And he said, in my experience as a child clinical psychologist, Abuse often happens when they are in a trusted environment away from home and yep. it's to use, and he's like a high percentage of it is at sleepovers. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, my grandma was like, you ain't going nowhere. You can go to nobody's house. I don't care who's having a birthday party. She's like, sleepover what? No,
1: my grandma didn't play. She did not so, play. And I was grateful. I'm grateful for it now. So the other thing too is that is very common in this part um, is that it's not just sleepovers. Like mine was in my house. The most dangerous place for me was at home. And someone you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's uncles, stepdads, like
0: brothers. I don't want to ask this question, but I'm going to ask it. You don't? I'm have pretty to open answer. about it. Well, I don't. It's it's a triggering question because I sit in my house sometimes with my kid, and my kid's bedroom is right next door. I have a relatively decent sized house, like a large house, four bedrooms. At the top, Ooh. right, and so
1: we just talk about how successful Mira is. I mean,
0: Dang, girl! It is a team effort. My four bedrooms, of course, okay. of course, it is a team um, effort. I, I do know actually, this. technically five, if you really want to consider the one damn things So upstairs there's four bedrooms. I'm obviously my master. Bitch, I hear every fucking shit. Like you need to I hear during the pandemic, out. my sister stayed with me, and she was in the room across directly across her mind, across the landing, I'm thinking it's funny, you know, two doors are closed, whatever. I could hear her on the phone talking to her friend. I know when she went to the bathroom. When you are in the room next door to it, you could hear the plumbing. Like if you're sick, you hear it in the other room. Not that I'm in the other guest room. But I remember when my kid was born after a while, I was just like, not that I ever think my husband would ever do this, but I was like, if he ever tried to abuse my kid or anybody here, I really think I would hear it or have a suspicion to some degree, but it's hard to act out on a suspicion when you don't have proof. But I really was bothered by this because I was like, I hear a lot. I'm also a light sleeper and I'm suspicious as F, right? So I think people, cl- I don't know if this is true because I'm not in the situation, but I don't know if people choose to not know if they know or have inklings.
1: I think there is a heavy, when women say women's intuition, it's absolutely true. I think if you have, if you get an inkling or if you sense there's something wrong, I think you, you need to investigate it. Two, my mom had me when I, she was extremely young. She was only nineteen, maybe even eighteen. I don't know if Oh, she this is not that. about your mom. And I, I, I don't. No. Okay hold on yeah, I know no no I know I know I um, and and not at all but this feeds a little bit into it and in truth the reason I don't know how old my mom was when she had me is because this woman has lied about her age since I was eight okay oh my God. I hear days of where she's like for for most of my childhood I heard that she was 33 <laughs> for <Okay>. years <laughs> and then okay. all of a sudden one day she woke up and decided she was 40 <laughs> wow. it was so I've never really known my mom's age and I'm laughing about this. I do know that she had me when she was extremely, extremely young. And this is why age triggers me so much, is because she married a man to get out of Thailand in hopes to give her daughters a better life in Canada. Like she would have given up everything to make sure her kids were like, and you know this, and most mothers know this. You would give up the world to make sure your kids were had a better life. And Thailand is not a place where you want to either raise children or girls, especially. Mm-hmm. So she came to Canada. Her husband was much older. And by much older in the sense that she could have probably been one of his children older. Okay. So there was a lot of grooming because she was still very young when she came to Canada. She also was manipulated to believe that the system wouldn't work for her. Yes, I think she had an inkling, but I don't know if she would have known how to act on it had she been able to. Right? But yes, I think, Mira, because one, you're so much more educated. Yeah, that's fair. You also grew up in this world. Had this been you, and I don't even think this would have been, what if, maybe not, but if your husband had taken you back to maybe Africa, maybe you would, and this had happened, maybe you'd be a little more terrified, but because you're so much further along than where, and I'm only talking about my situation, than where I, my family was, my situation, my mom was in, that I, I definitely think that you would know. And I think that you would act very quickly on it and you would, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I think it's different for different people, right? So I, you're right. I would act quickly because I don't play that game. And the fact that I'm like, I have to have those radars up for any guys that stay at my house, anybody, if I had a daughter, it'd be anybody. Uh, But I have a son and I still feel that way. But because, like I said earlier, it's like cancer to me. I feel like everyone who knows someone or someone who's close to them or have been in that situation that it makes me feel like I have to now be vigilant. And I don't think that's ever going to go away. Never. And I'm sure you were the same way with your children. Yeah, It's crazy to me sometimes when I read some stories and I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, you are in, I guess I I don't want to judge certain parts of my country, but you're in this particular area and it happens. And then it's like a systematic thing where, and actually this is true, where if it's happened to you, oh, it's happening to her now. Okay. Because it's like normal. Yeah, that it's happening that it's moved on because you've aged out and it's someone yep. else. And it's happened to someone that I know that it was like, oh, I didn't think anything different of it because all of me and my cousins experienced this. So we just didn't think you it was think a thing. It's normal. It was like so normal mm-hmm. for that family. And I think this particular person did tell their one of their parents who didn't believe them because it was so random. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I know a lot of it is because, you don't. if you say something, and your parents don't believe you because. They're not thinking about it, right? Yeah. But right. I'm so vigilant. He has to say one little thing, and I'm just like, what, what, what? Like, I'd be on it. But because of my experiences, you're right. It, it yeah. is true. We ended this on a really weird note, but damn.
1: Totally did. Thank you,
0: Russell Brand. Look who you took us, man. Uh, All right, real quick, let's talk about Jenny Mai.
1: I'm so heartbroken. Like, I want to Were they like her? dating for
0: like eight years or something before mm-hmm. they got married? They were like so in love. I remember seeing her do an interview way before and it was like I was like wow they're gonna make it yeah
1: it's like two
0: years of marriage right
1: what's happening yeah. there you know what's funny is a couple of years ago she saw a palm reader and she asked the palm reader if this marriage was gonna work and the palm reader and it's actually like on social media so you can find it and the palm reader said to her this marriage will only work if you want it to work Oop!
0: do so we know what happened I,
1: there so on I and listen I don't know if this is true because I'm not in their marriage but they really worked on the fact that they had, like, amalgamation of two cultures coming together. Oh, yeah. Which I found extremely which I beautiful. Yeah, me too. So beautiful. I'm wondering if that now created a divide because she's extremely outspoken about being very Vietnamese. She grew, Her mother still cooks Vietnamese food. And I'm wondering if that – because, listen, who is it? Ali Hong or Ali, Ali – Ali Wong? Wong? She writes in her books – she writes to her daughters. She says, she's like, I hope my daughters marry a Chinese man because you can't sit at a table and not understand why we're eating chicken feet. And listen, I never understood. I don't eat chicken feet, by the way, because it's not in my culture, but there are some things in the Thai culture that I, that sometimes I wonder if it's easier to date a Thai man because then he'll understand. <laughs> Whereas I feel like I have to explain every little thing. Why do you celebrate moments. Chinese New Year? Why do you... Like, I I can't... This is just what I did. Like, I can't... Like, it's exhausting. So I'm wondering now if that created a divide between the two of them.
0: But they Which were together be... for many, many years before that. I don't know. But now they have kids, right? They have one daughter. Right. But now it's different when you have a kid. Because I, I have been in this cultural situation for a while, obviously over 10 years, 12 years. <laughs> but until we had a kid, not that the culture thing is anything that we drop... But the conversations are more because of we grew up in different ways. There's more about what we want to expose, what we want to do, because the way my husband grew up versus the way I grew up is very different. And so what I think is really important or valuable, most of the times it's the same basic things, but there's like nuances to it. Food wise, my son loves my mom's Caribbean cooking. Oh my God. Yes,
1: I do too. Dude,
0: he sits there and he (laughs) acts like a smile on this woman's face. You would think like her whole world is made because this kid will eat her roti, will eat her chicken, even though there's a little spice in it, and the rice after the roti. I'm like, how are you putting this food away, child? You're three. Meanwhile, I love her food too, but she knows my husband doesn't love it. He used to, but then he get sick of it. You know, to them, it's not their everyday, right? I get yeah, yeah. it. So she gets that satisfaction from my child. And I'm like, I don't ever want that to go away. And I feel like I am terrible because I don't know how to cook these things. I, I think I could if I had to, because I saw it my whole life. I have a cookbook. I just don't want to, because my mom's there to do it. Of course. And she does it well. And I find it a treat. And I want him to know all these things. But when I think about my kid getting married one day, I'm like, I'd be, it'd be nice if you got married to a... To a Trini girl, <laughs> to a Caribbean
1: girl, not to take care of she your can cook ass. But... for you and cook for me. I love you right now. <laughs> hilarious. But Why no, it's because- you a Caribbean girl so she can cook for me and cook for you? Or boy, whatever.
0: I don't know. I think he's into girls, but- Right. I'm pretty sure I know, but no, but it's just that it's not even the food thing. It's the culture. The culture is- It is hugely with food, the music, the celebrations of freedom, the way that they do things. It's not super nuanced that I have to explain every single detail, thankfully, because it's pretty simple. But it would be nice to keep that culture going. And that's something that I never really cared about or thought about until I had my child. So it could when you have kids, conflicts come up. It's more you I never fought before. We never even fight, but we had disagreements more and yeah.
1: with the child. Okay, so true. So my other question is, do we think he it's somebody younger that he's with? Jenny Mai's husband? I didn't know he I don't know why they're breaking up. Did they say or what's the allegation? There's no, he just it's basically like ir- ir- isn't he a football player. Is. Is he he's
0: a, football he's player a rapper,
1: or? isn't he? Oh, oh
0: yeah, oh easy, <laughs> Um I We don't can't know.
1: keep doing this, girl.
0: <laughs> I don't know much about Jenny Mai, okay? I I know her because I love her podcast. She's a, yeah, he's a rapper, Jeezy or Jeezy, Young Jeezy or something, whatever. I don't know. I'm not going to put anything out there because I really don't
1: know, but I I am
0: sad for her. I'm just
1: heartbroken for her because I feel like she, I I wanted this one to work for her because I watched her on the reel when she talked about her divorce and I was going through mine at the time, or sorry, I shouldn't say I watched her on the reel when she was going through her divorce because by then she was with somebody else. I watched her talk about her divorce though, in a clip on probably youtube where she said hand to god like you know getting into that marriage that it will end in divorce you know and she's in tears and i remember thinking wow this woman's still a little heartbroken from what happened because it's extreme again this is extremely cultural you get into a marriage like it's life or death somebody gotta die (laughs) like yeah you want out guess who's dying well, yeah, you, you throw like, in the towel, right? Yeah, this is not something that you just walk away from with. And, and this is just the cultural thing. I mean, this is across the board. I, I know many marriages, no matter whether they're, you know, Asian or not, where both couples fight to either stay in it or you fight to stay in it because you still love this person. So anyways, yeah. I'm heartbroken for her. Extremely, extremely heartbroken because I was really hoping this would work out.
0: Yeah, I mean we've had a lot of divorces this year. We have a lot of divorces this year, so we'll do a countdown, I guess. Um, End of the year. (laughs) So sad. It's just so sad of the breakups and the divorces that are happening. But we have to end it today. We really, really appreciate Mm -hmm. you hearing us on a Monday Mm -hmm. uh, morning. I love this. I this is like this feeds my soul. So it's really great. This is really nice. So thanks for listening to our podcast, Wake and Pretty, and please follow and subscribe and send us your comments if you have any and follow us on social media. And of course, please share this episode with somebody that you care about. Mm -hmm. Until next time, bye. Bye, guys.